You have entered the 13, a place where real stories about music, touring, and the beyond are told. Music does something to us. We all experience it in our own way. It can affect our senses, transport us through time, and release emotions. On this podcast, we will talk with people about the power of music and the beyond. What does the beyond mean? Let's find out together. Turn on your metronomes because this time is about to be tracked. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to The 13. I'm your host, Ryan 13, and today I'm joined by Steffi Grace. I've known her for fucking 20 years, 19, 20 years. Uh, We met at a fucking amazing place that no longer exists called Fitzgerald's, and she has a new album coming out. Steffi, welcome to the show. Thanks for coming on. Yeah, thank you for having me. Yeah, it's been a long time, yeah? It's been a long time, man. It's been like... Fucking it I mean it feels like 20 years. I mean, and yes. it might be. It's yeah, it's about 19 years because I think I was 20 uh when we met, and now uh I just turned 39. I just turned 39 in August myself. Yeah, so, wow, August, same yeah. here. Yeah, that's yeah, right. Leos. Oh, yeah, we're Leos. Yeah. yeah. So Man. um yeah. So for the audience who uh may or may not know anything about you uh would you like to just tell them a little bit about yourself i know you've got a new album that just released called summer mm-hmm. nights summer, summer stars summer stars there it is sorry my yeah. bad summer, summer stars. stars and i listen yeah. to a lot of it and i love it and i really like love it, it. Oh, I awesome liked, you liked mri all right I perfect MRI. yeah uh mri the reason why i named it that it was because uh i used to take mris once a year uh because i'm a brain cancer survivor so they used to have to do mris on yeah. me once a year and i was like this is what they sound like to me oh wow so yeah so that's why uh some of those sounds that you hear it this it, it sounds similar to what i would hear when i was in there having an mri done they so, suck i've only yeah. ever had one done and i don't like it yeah yeah it's not i mean they have to put earplugs in you uh you have to take out all your piercings because Otherwise they'll get, it's cause it's magnetic, but yeah, right. it's, a, yeah, it's a, a, I didn't enjoy them, but uh, sure yeah. So, but, but anyway, uh, yeah, uh, this, uh, uh, there's no like official, I guess, sound, uh, the distro kit only allows you to list two genres. Um, cause I was going to put, uh, uh, I mean, my first release of, uh, Shadow play was a lot more classical and new age uh, with a little bit of electronic. Uh, this one is more electronic. One song is classical and uh, and one song is new age. But yeah. uh, it doesn't allow you to list multiple genres. It just allows you to list two. And so I don't listen to much electronic music. So when I put electronic and then it asked for a subgenre, and I was like, what is all this? I don't I don't listen to electronic music. It's just I know that it's that. Um yeah. but, so I just chose the chill out option. Okay. So I was like, that makes sense. And what are, uh, so like I'm new. I'm a noob. Uh what mm-hmm. I mean, what when you're choosing that what are you choosing this through? Is this through like um through the like, genres? No, through um, like where you're only allowed to choose the couple of genres. Is this in Spotify? Oh, this is is with, this in- with it's within DistroKid. DistroKid. Um, See, I don't yeah. even know anything about that. Yeah, that's how a uh, uh, musicians release. Me. That's not how musicians release. That's how I do. Uh, a long time ago, I was I asked people like if I if I want to release my own music, how do I go about doing that? And I did like a poll, uh, right. and then some people said you could set it up through Bandcamp, and some people said yeah, you could use it. a lot of people band recommended band. yeah <laughs> i have i still have shadow play on on Bandcamp right now hey, and i was like it, well oh. but uh yeah this one was a lot different than my previous release which was also released this year so this was just 10 tracks uh my influences are so varied because i listen to so many different things i listen to metal i listen yeah. to uh I listen to 80s pop. I listen to classic rock, a little bit of modern pop, not much. My music is none of that. So uh, that's why I wasn't sure how exactly to classify it. So I just picked 
what I thought it was going to be. Cause I listen to new age when I sleep. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah. So I, do, I, I meditate, I meditate like it's going out of style. And when I was listening to this album, I was like, mm -hmm. Oh, I can't wait to go put my feet in the dirt in the backyard and like, just listen to the rest of this. You know, yeah. Like, some of, yeah. Some of it. Yeah. So it's meant to be meditative and repetitive for that reason. Sure. And that was one of the things I was going to talk about was like, I love how you on, on a few of the songs. And then I went back and listened to your, the first album and I was like, oh my God, she start. I get it. Oh, I don't like, I don't, I guess I don't get it, but like how it felt to me and how it came off to me, mm -hmm. I was like, oh, she starts with a theme and it kind of goes throughout most of the song. And mm -hmm. I was like, this is fucking fantastic. But then like, there's all this nuance in between the song, you know, like there's this thing that takes you on this journey, but there's one one thing that stays constant and i was like this yes. is fucking fucking fantastic and i love mm -hmm. that like that's yeah. super super cool yeah so yeah that's uh i like to i that's exactly what i like to play with uh minimalism um i like to take one constant theme and it's even in the uh, even in a uh, shadow play uh i like to play around with the same theme and you know just kind of build on it and add yeah. more layers to it uh the one octave higher or lower, however, and I just, I just, I just play with the same theme. So yeah. that's how I go on. This is awesome. I'm so yeah. glad you're here. It's so good to see you, man. Uh, yeah, I mean, likewise. So many years later, like, and you're releasing albums. So you yeah. said you released the other one earlier this in, year too. In, yeah, in January. Wow. So you're yeah. pumping this stuff out. Yes, I'm trying. Some of it is new stuff that just comes to me. Uh, say I'm in the shower or I'm driving, uh, and then I'll just go home and I'll recreate it electronically. Um, okay. but some of it, some of it I composed on say the acoustic guitar or on the piano. And instead of just recording the piano or the guitar, I just recreated it digitally. 100%. Okay. There's only one song where I actually recorded on the piano. And that was on the, uh, other release of shadow play. Um, it was called N.A. I have other songs on the piano that are compositions of mine, but I can't recreate them digitally because they are more, I guess, of the, the classical genre. And the dyna dy dynamic is so varied. Uh, you know, I could go from being super loud and super soft and the tempo would vary. So I can't do that electronically. So it won't right. be. So one day I might release something where it's it's you know i might have a piano recording on there um and then include that include that with uh another release okay right on dude i love it i i'm like i literally on my way home from work i was like dude this is fucking badass <laughs> like it was super cool i was like this is so cool i know this person yeah and i was like uh, like the 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 vibe, the vibe of MRI, I don't know if it was MRI or if it was one of the other ones on this record, but there was this bass tone. First of all, we got to get it. We're like, I'm a gear whore. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I know you, I know you are like, we love to talk about gear. I got a, where's a bass? There's a bass somewhere. There's one. That's right there. Uh, yeah. And so like, there's, we, we love to talk about music with, that's probably what made mm -hmm. us friends in the first place. Yes. But like the, uh, I heard this thing you were doing and I wish, I wish I could remember what song it was, but it was like, banana, banana. it was like this slow thing and it would stop and it would come back a minute, uh, like a second later or whatever. Was it, it on was, the previous release or the new it release? It might've, it might've, I don't know. Cause like I'm stupid with Spotify. Uh, <laughs> and I was like, Oh, Spotify, Steffi Grace, cool click. And then I saw the shuffle button was on and it was playing your new record and your other one. And it was, mixing them all together but like yeah. there was this cool baseline and i was like holy fuck that reminds me of nine inch nails that is so fucking cool not saying that that's where you your influence you know where you got it from uh I it like, might i mean i'm uh, i uh like i say my my influences they're so varied sure uh, but yeah because there, there was projections which was with my other one that had you know a a um a walk like kind of like a walking i don't want to say walking it but um but um but Kind of like yeah. that. So yeah. if that was that was projection, you know the the origins of that song. That is what I would hear whenever I was in a meeting at work. Okay, it if, just if like that, showed up in your head. 
Yeah, because it's it was just like blah blah blah. Let's talk about budget this, budget that, and then you know projections for the the next fiscal year. And so I I just kind of, and you know I I shouldn't because that's a family business, so I right. shouldn't be tuning that out. But right. But I yeah, mean, that's how, but you're a musician. That yeah, that's true. You're an artist. It happens. Yeah. Like this is where this stuff comes from. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I think I remember when we met. Um, and actually, let's go over how we met, because I, I want your version of it against mine, because, I mean, my brain sucks. But like, mm-hmm. um, so it was at Fitzgerald's. I was sitting on the patio. I think I smoked cigarettes then. Thank God I don't do that anymore. Uh, but like, like, I was sitting out out there. Then you walked out with some friends or something and sat down and you were talking about playing bass or doing something with a band and i remember going like oh there's a pretty girl (laughs) talking about being in a band and i said hi my name is ryan or something like that but i don't know if that's actually you didn't say hi to me Um, oh was i i was shy yeah uh our friend colby was introduced us and i think colby mckinney colby mckinney yeah fucking colby introduced us yeah. And so we, I, I remember us walking by each other and you didn't say anything. And I thought, okay, well, bye. <laughs> but <laughs> oh, I was a shy so, dude. I mean, yeah. Yeah. And so I also smoked back then too. So I think the next time we met again after that was at Fitz. Okay. Uh, and then we became friends then. And then I found out that you were a musician. And I was like, I'm a musician. And I think at that time, I don't think I was in a band at that. No, no, I wasn't in a band at that time. I think I was in between bands because sure, I was probably. in a band with Colby, and okay. I was also in another band with the with the other friends, John Wayne and and Robert Calicote. I was in a band I'm, called Taint. A band called what? Taint. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I was in that band, and I don't know if I was still with Taint when when you and I met. Uh, but I, I think I was also in a band with Colby and I don't think we had a name for that band. I don't know if it was like water is wet or something. Dude, I've been trying to get, I tried to get Colby to come on the first season. He, uh, he did not shoot me down, but he, he told me, um, that he has, uh, oh, sorry, Colby, but like I have anxiety too, but he told me he has anxiety and it might not be something he's into, but, uh, we talk about it again and we've never talked about it again, but I love that dude. Because he, yeah. he used to work for Doug Pennick of King's X, right? Yeah, I remember King's X. And, uh, I, and then, I met the lead singer once. Yeah, awesome. I, I joined I joined a band with that dude. He or well, actually let really? me rephrase that. I played he's the bass player. The lead singer is the bass player. And yeah. He joined my band, Razor 13, because we ran through so many singers and we already had the album recorded and we we're like, fuck it, we're done. We're never mm-hmm. gonna do this shit again. And Doug was like, "Well, I'll sing on it." Yeah. And everybody <laughs> kind of lost their well, uh, yeah. And we toured for it for like a year or something. But anyway, after Colby quit being Doug's bass tech, I started being Doug's bass tech, and then I toured with them for however many years. And that's what a fucking small world. Like I forgot yeah. that Colby introduced us. That is fucking crazy. Yeah. Now, now I'm definitely calling him. Uh, yeah <laughs> you, now you have to come on buddy yeah exactly you know to maybe read about the story but that's not how it happened but yeah, yeah. but yeah, i love exactly. it i love it this is great yeah. this is so cool yeah. so i know you've been in a bunch of uh films and they've been and i remember what following you on social media and i mean we've been friends for so long i remember following you on myspace so yes. it's been uh, you know it's been a minute we, we've stayed yeah. We've stayed buddies. We're, you know, maybe a, a note here or there or a comment on a photo here and there. Yeah. But, but it's been, it's really been a long time since we've reconnected. So yes. what were some of those films that um, you've done and have you been in any recently? Um, well, I think it was around the time that you and I were still some somewhat in contact. I was in a film called Cradle. Uh, I was the last girl. Uh, and it was a Josh Vargas film. Okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, and I, I saw the preview and it's also it had Marcus Vasquez in it. Yeah. And I believe Justin Whitney and Aaron yeah. Walden. 
So yeah. it was all of us and and uh it was a lot of fun making. Uh true story one time I had to be covered in corn syrup and my shirt was all tore up because you know I was getting mangled and mauled and and uh, you know just just the way girls are in a horror film. Sure, yeah. And so uh, we were out in Dayton, Texas, and uh, I drive through yeah. Dayton every day to go to work. I go to Liberty yeah. for work. It's yeah. it's a long it's it's quite a drive. It depends on where you're at. I'm in Kingwood. Yeah. What, what side of the world? What side of the world? We what side of Houston from, are you on? Oh, I was coming from uh, from Marcus's house at the time because we would all okay. meet. At, he, I guess his house was was, was like base camp, and yeah. uh, we would we would carpool over to that house and I think it was like an hour drive the it was a house that the guy was letting us use for that film yeah and, okay. uh, so I'm covered in corn syrup and I'm sticky and I'm cold because my shirts all tore up and right. so we have to carpool all the way back to Marcus's house and then from there I get my car and I leave uh I'm in the back of Marcus's car he doesn't have a back window Okay. But he has like a towel or a blanket. So I'm covered myself up the whole way and it's cold. And he's like, do you want to shower at my place? And I'll like, no, I'm good. And so I'm just kind of doing like this penguin walk because, you know, it's, it's sticky and I'm freezing yeah, right. and I just wanted to go on. I'm like, I can't wait to get home and draw a nice hot bath and then get all of this off of me. And so I come home and I was living with my mom. My mom has, it's like 3 a.m. in the morning. And my mom answers the door. And just, what happened? Are you okay? <laughs> and I was like, I'm fine. It's corn syrup. I'm just, I'm sticky. Um, it was all over my face, my hair, yeah. and everything. <laughs> so uh, I was like, I'm just, I'm just going to go in. I'm going to do a hot bath and wash all this stuff. I'll be fine. She's, okay. Uh, but yeah, that was kind of an interesting story. And that was one story that that stuck with me because it's cold when you're cold and sticky. Yeah, it's not fun, dude. And you always do a version of your mother that I, I believe, if I remember correctly, is perfect because you always imitate her voice exactly correct. Yeah, she, well, she's she's Filipino, and right. so everything she says is with the Philippine. Her accent is kind of lessened over the years, but back, you know, when I was a kid her accent was very, very strong. And whenever right. I would imitate her, she thought I was making fun of her. Mm. And I said, that's not true. I'm saying it exactly how you say, which is, right. you know, with the accent. But uh, everybody that's ever met my mom or seen the posts that I, I post about her, they all love her because she's actually very, she's a very, very funny woman. One of the things that she mentioned to me was, uh, um, I brought home these wireless bras and I said, Mom, I, I'm I'm gonna try out these wireless bras. And she goes, Can they be connected to Wi-Fi? <laughs> <laughs> she has these horrible but awesome jokes that you know people I would and then I would post about it and then and then she would uh she would yeah, everybody that that knows about her, they love her because they think that she's the cutest woman in the world. Oh, she's fantastic, man. And yeah, she is. She's she's adorable. Yeah. This is so cool. This is so cool to reconnect. I'm really glad you came on this. I, and like, I, and I'll have you on uh, multiple times if you want to ever come on anytime you want to promote anything, whatever. You're sure. always welcome here sure. at the 13. And I'm just happy to reconnect with you. And with that being said, congratulations on the engagement and getting married in like a few days from now. <laughs> yeah, it's going to happen in uh, Galveston. Uh, planning it has been kind of most of the burden has been put on my maid of honor. Sure. Uh, it's a small, small bride. I only have, I don't have bridesmaids. I have one maid of honor. Okay. Uh, my fiance, Wayne, his brother is going to be the best man. Nice. And my sister is going to be the one officiating. Um, awesome. So it's, yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. There will be dancing. Um, Absolutely. Of course there will be dancing. So, cause I have friends that listen to, um, uh, electronic music and I've I have one friend that listens to dubstep and I was like oh, I don't listen to dubstep but awesome I'm gonna try to cater to everybody uh my mom doesn't want me to to put any of my usual playlist on there but I I snuck fuel by Metallica on the playlist and that's about that's about is give me fuel give me fire give me that with Judge <laughs> and just you know just to yes and it's it's you know I mean it's up it's not it's not uh 
it's not a profane. It's it's sure. a fun song. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna have a rancid song on there. One song by the Ramones. Nice. A couple of taco negative songs, but the rest of it is going to be fairly tame. Uh, typo negative songs. Dance. Which ones? Uh, the uh, the love you to typo. death. Yeah. The love you to death and the uh, we were electrocute song. Dude, that's those insane. are fairly fairly easy listening, you know. And you know, love you to death. I don't I don't know if the meaning behind love you to death is like a psycho stalker, right. like that kind of like that kind that ends up on the ID channel. You know, yeah. or it's on Dateline, you know, because some guy loved a girl to death. But still, it's a pretty song. Either it's way. A, dude, anything typo negative did was fucking fantastic. Yes. The, the yes. playlist at uh, me and my wife's wedding was like, it was all Nine Inch Nails. It mm-hmm. was all Stabbing Westward. It was all typo negative. And I had mm-hmm. my buddy Mitch um, or Mitch Miss or whatever. Uh, anyway, I had Mitch like DJing and my best man went up to him and was like what the fuck are you guys playing this is bullshit <laughs> this is a wedding like this is supposed to be fun and you're playing all these sad songs i was like they're not sad man they're great like this is amazing yeah. this these songs mean things to me and he was like fucking play michael jackson this is bullshit and then that everyone starts <laughs> dancing and they're all having fun and i'm standing there in my wedding attire like okay <laughs> i guess it's more about them now than yeah me. <laughs> Uh, but like, because, you know, being an artist, you want to, you want to have your songs. You want to be represented. You want yes. to feel what you feel uh, at your wedding, which is, you, you know, it's not just your wedding. Obviously it's you and your, your new husband's yeah. wedding, but I, I, you know, yeah. it's, you want to be represented a little bit. Of course. Of course. I mean, there are most songs that we're going to play is uh, I don't want to grow up which I thought yeah. was appropriate because, you know, I kind of don't. Uh, I made a joke. Me and Don't my grow up. It's a trap. Yeah, it is. It is a trap. I hate adulting. Adulting it's fucking sucks. It's it dishes and it's mail and it's laundry. Correct. And it's vacuuming and it's all this 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 bullshit that that really sucks about Absolutely. being adult. <laughs> um, is it adult or adult? I don't know, but I'll go with both. Oh yeah, yeah. So um, anyway, so what have you been up to? me Mm -hmm. okay so uh let's run this down real fast some of the listeners already know some of the ones don't uh in two i toured with king's x for a long time uh as a roadie or tech uh and then i was in the band razor 13 for a long time and that was all fun and i came home from europe in 2011 after being on tour and i had 60 euro in my hand it was the day osama bin laden died i know because i was in bush intercontinental airport and everyone was talking about osama bin laden dying Mm -hmm. and i'm sitting there looking at this money i'm like i've been gone for a month i have 60 euro which equated to like whatever 50 human human (laughs) 50 (laughs) 50 american dollars uh and uh i was like okay well i need to get a job so i cut all my hair off uh, jumped into oil and gas and have been doing mm-hmm. that for the last 11 years and um now i'm trying then i try, started trying to do youtube stuff for a little while and uh now i'm doing this podcast thing which i think is a little bit better and it's definitely better on my stomach because i don't i don't have to like eat hot sauce and stuff like mm. i've been trying to do because it's like it's like a stupid i like hot sauce i like eating hot things but I've been eating some hot shit on the internet for views and that's stupid. But so anyway, that's what I've been. Uh, yeah. That's, that's like I've a been, boring thing to do. <laughs> it's not good. It's not good. Yeah. Old, you know, we're like, I, like mm-hmm. you said, uh, I'm 39 and uh, the old stomach doesn't like yeah. it as much anymore. And uh, so there's that. Yeah. Uh, I, I want to really try to get the podcast off the, off the ground. I've had a lot of great, a lot of great people come on. I just had Andy Black Sugar. He's the guitar player in KMFDM and Blondie. He was on last week. Oh, again, he's sitting again, just like everything I do for season two. It's all you're at you right now. We're on episode eight, um, but it's sitting on my computer now. I have to go back and do the whole like. Yeah, you know, I got to fucking edit it and see like what's cool about our episode so far is I don't feel like I have to edit anything out. We're having a great conversation. But when yeah. I did it, Andy Black Sugars, I was in a hotel room because I was out of town for work mm-hmm. and the Internet sucked. So I got to go through and clip that crap out. And then I think I right. like at the very beginning, I did it off awful 
awful intro. Oh. <laughs> like, I mean, it was like, that? hey, what's up? This is uh, Ryan13, and this is Andy Black, or whatever I call him. I mean, I knew who he was. I've known him. Since, yeah, yeah. Since we were on tour with uh, King's X mm-hmm. and Extreme. King's X and Extreme went to New York, and he showed up and whatever. But, yeah. you know, it's it's been this has been a fun show. It's been fun stuff. I get to reconnect with my old friends. Basically, every single person I've had on this show from season one till now has been a friend, mm-hmm. uh, except for um, Billy Sheehan. And I had Billy Sheehan on the show and I'm like, oh my God, I got the bass player from Steve Vai. This is fucking fantastic. And I'm like, yeah. hey, everybody, welcome. It's Ryan Cook, Ryan 13. And here's Billy Sheehan. He goes, it's Sheehan. Like, <laughs> Fuck that yeah. up. Anyway, yeah. but, but it, is, it happens. It happens. It does. But this is the stuff I've been trying to do. I've been trying to have fun, trying to reconnect with my friends. I don't go out anymore like i used to i used to and you know you remember like we used to like be out and about all the time and now i have no desire my places are gone the engine room's gone the fucking fitzgerald wait wait the engine room's gone it's still there but they i think it's a catering place like like you can have like rent it out and have dinner there i want a jaeger show there yeah meister drinking competition there and i don't even remember it but I won, I won the shirt because uh, this was me and uh, Crystal um, Salinas from uh, Deep Six. We were friends back then. Yeah. And her band was being sponsored by Jägermeister. Um, I remember starting with a beer and then a shot of Jäger. And then a friend of a friend said, you want to do some shots? And I said, yes. Um, I remember taking one shot. And then I remember taking another shot. I don't remember the rest because apparently I had to get the rest of the story from other people. Right. Uh, apparently they were doing that where they put just a bunch of glasses and then they just pour it and then you just take shot after shot after shot. Right. Uh, I don't remember doing any of that. Uh, I don't remember getting up, standing up, falling through the merchandise table, being dragged into the bathroom. Oh, uh, Crystal comes up to me with a glass of ice water and she goes, hey, bitch. And she splashes me in the face with it. And I lose everything that was in my stomach. Uh, when I come to, uh, I'm being picked up by a friend of mine, Matt, and and another friend. I think it was, I think it was Crystal's girlfriend. Uh, they were picking me up and taking me out of the bathroom. And I looked in the mirror and I was wearing a Jägermeister shirt. And I was like, that's not my fucking shirt. they took me out and i remember there was a crowd gathered around the bathroom and they were cheering and clapping at me and i was like what the fuck we all want what's going on (laughs) and apparently that's the shirt that i won oh or that they gave me because i had ruined my shirt i don't know what happened to that shirt which sucks because i really liked that shirt yeah but oh well it's it's fine i got another shirt don't know what happened to it after like a couple of months um but yeah apparently she said well, we were going to have a Jägermeister drinking competition after the show, but Stevie drank all the Jäger, so uh, she's going to get this shirt. So I was wearing that shirt. That's fantastic. I have, I have a long uh, yeah. I would say it's a good memory, but I don't remember it. <laughs> <laughs> like I've been filled in by other people that I did this thing. And mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I understand. Yeah. I have I have happy drunk stories, uh, but the 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 bad ones are the ones where I black out because uh, people would tell me about it. And I was like, that sounds like I had a fuckload of fun, but I don't remember it. Cause I, yeah. there was one party I was at, at, at a friend's house and I actually went into their attic and they had a bunch of stuff there and I started giving their shit away. Oh, they, no. they, they would give it back. Of course they gave it back. Cause the homeowner, he thought it was funny. Yeah. I'm like, who wants silver tray? it and i was just passing it around to everybody yeah but yeah and it's like i really wish i could remember this stuff because i'm getting these stories about me from other people so yeah but yeah uh, i I recently just had somebody tell me tour stories like dude you were drinking all the time i was like what do you mean i was drinking all the time you're like every time we were on tour you'd like wake up drinking i was like there's no fucking way i woke up drinking dude i did i'm not that person i do love alcohol 
or especially then when I was in my twenties, mm-hmm. but like, there's no fucking way I woke up drinking. They're like, yeah, you did. So like I have in my body, mind, and soul, I know I didn't wake up drinking, but mm-hmm. these people were telling me I was doing it. So I'm sitting here, you know, okay. Everybody's yeah. account is a little bit different, but maybe I started drinking it too. I don't know. Yeah. It, it wasn't fucking right when we woke up. Yeah. Uh, the uh, the accounts from other people, you just kind of have to take it from their at their word. So I'm like, okay, God damn it, I was an alcoholic. That's not good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know it's crazy. So yeah, all those places being gone. Um, after I, but the thing was, by the time I got news that Fitzgerald was gone, I was sad. But it's not I like I had gone out uh, anyway a lot uh, yeah. after my last band uh, disbanded. Uh, you know, the, I, I guess I was just kind of a, kind of gave up. Yeah. Uh, I still have my five string cord and I still have my, my, my Ampeg. Uh, and, uh, but I haven't, I, I would play it without plugging it in. Yeah. I see you have all your gear, uh, but I haven't, I haven't plugged it in in a while. I might, you know, play it dry, but yeah. Uh, sure. yeah uh, but I still have dreams about being a bass player on stage. And while uh, if I were to approach and be like, hey, you want to join our band, be a bass player there, I would be split. I'd be like, yeah, I'd love to be a bass player. I mean, when I listen to uh, to uh, to Primus, you know, I imagine myself being the bass player uh, in front of everybody. But uh, in reality, I'd be like, oh, man, maybe 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 that's not the path I need to be taking. Maybe that's not for me. Um, sure. I'm happy with what I currently do. Yeah. Um I guess that when I have dreams about playing bass and, you know, being the badass little bass player, I, I, I took pride in my bass playing and I made fun of other bass players uh, that were not bass players, that were just guitar players that would just play bass. That's me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's true. I play with a pick, you know? Like, yeah. I, 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 I played with my finger. I only played with, a, there was one band I was in called Head Drug. Oh, yeah. it was so much fun. I had to play with a pick because... Every single song was just shredding. Yeah. Every song was shredding. Uh, and there was one where I had to go back and forth. I had to alternate from shredding and slapping and then back to shredding. Oh, wow. uh, but uh, how did you deal with that? Like the, I the put transition. In my mouth. There it is. There it is. And then the moment I had the chance, like that one beat in between, just and then go back to using the pick. Man, so, awesome. yeah. And that was a lot of fun. Um, the band I gelled with the most, that was the one I was telling you about earlier. Uh, okay. That was, uh, it was called Tomasa. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got them written yeah. down right here. Yeah, Tomasa. Uh, that was, uh, some people described that band to me as like, oh yeah, I like I like the sound. It's like a jazz metal fusion type of music. And I was like, you know what? It, it kind of is. You know, um, what was that band from New York or definitely from the East Coast? Oh, my God. They did that same type of thing. I remember the jazz metal fusion thing. And there's only one band that did it out there that actually got popular. And then. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Um, See, and that's why, like, nobody will know. Like, you don't know because you're not listening to other people's shit. I'm not listening. I Yeah. I listen to a lot of my stuff and I listen to a lot of the stuff that, you know, from the nineties and yeah. stuff in the, yeah, I, I, like I say, my tastes are very, very varied. Um, yeah. And I think that with Tomasa, uh, it kind of showed that we all had skill. Uh, Crystal from deep six was the drummer. Uh, Dan Oviedo from Irene. He's lead singer, lead guitar from Irene. He was, uh, first guitar and lead singer. I was a bass player, and for one song, I also did keyboard. Uh, nice. Yeah, with the you know, it's just it was one song. I had to hammer the bass notes, and then the other hand on the keys. Uh, it was a damn good song, uh, and uh, it was it was. Uh, I think the way that band ended, you know, I'm pretty sure I I know for a fact that a lot of it was my fault. Um, okay. So, yeah, so I don't think it, you know, that's, I think that's where I lost the desire to, to go out a lot. Sure. So, yeah. Um, 
Yeah, but I don't. I, I'm not. the 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 pandemic made me be like, you know what? I'm cool with never seeing people in real life. Let's do things over Zoom. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But that's the thing, you know, with with Zoom. Like right, even right now, if I'm looking at you, I'm also looking at my face on this top corner right here. Yeah, so I'm looking yeah, at myself and, over and, here I, and I think crap. that's human nature. Yeah. I don't want to see myself, <laughs> but it happens to be there. Yeah. So, um, uh, yeah, uh, I think that was, and that was like over 10 years ago. The first time I actually went and saw a show was that corn show, uh, at the Cynthia Woods Mitchell Pavilion. That's awesome. Uh, and everyone's wanting to look at Jonathan Davis. I'm trying to get a glimpse at Fieldy and his setup. That dude at his age, he is still jumping around. He is one of my idols. He's who I modeled my bass sound after. Nice. Um, but uh, that was uh, we had to sit through uh, Evanescence. No offense. Sure. <laughs> no offense. I have nothing against Evanescence. I'm sure she's. I'm sure they are nice people. They just, are. I don't like. I'm not fond of the the music. Yeah, but I, I respect I, her as a vocalist, as an artist. I, I'm in the same boat. She's super nice. Uh, there's. I have a photo of the Doug from King's X, uh, or I'll just say Razor Thirteen. He's yeah my fan. but like <laughs> of him and her doing karaoke and yeah. she was just like hanging out super fucking cool they've got way you know like their popularity is way hyped because it's super pop yeah like it's pop yeah rock i don't i don't even i don't even know what it is it's like you yeah, don't even call I'm that metal or rock it's not into it it's uh, pop probably. stuff yeah, yeah. I, I, and it's okay. I don't own any albums and won't probably ever unless they change something. Now, I do like, I do love female fronted bands. Like, I'm a super huge. Yeah, fan there's Arc of... uh, Angela. When since Angela left, I haven't heard much of, uh, from Arc Enemy. Yeah. Um, but uh, well, they have Elisa now or whatever. Elisa. She was in. God dang it! The anyone listening to this is going to be like brian you're stupid she's from blah 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 but anyway she's a uh, blue hair she's got blue hair and she's fantastic mm -hmm. and i almost like her better which is weird i know it's sacrilege yeah but i i sorry i saw angela twice i don't know i did uh, too or, or at least once may, yeah. maybe i should maybe i should check out the other girl i know it's i'm a little late for that i'm far behind because you know this transition happened some years ago, I believe. You know what I found out that kind of broke my heart was Burton oh, Lisa White. Lisa White. I think that's her name. Sorry, but continue. Oh. I I didn't mean. To... Uh, yeah, no. Uh, I was heartbroken when I found out that Burton Seabell is no longer going to be fronting Fear Factory. Yeah. Because um, he's kind of he kind of makes that signature yeah. sound of Fear Factory. Right. Which I loved. Uh, you know when he sings, he sounds like RoboCop. I know. Yeah. The so, only reason I ever listened to Fear Factory was because of him. Yeah, because of the metallic, the, the, oh gosh, what is it? Very, it's the whole band, they, they sound very mechanized. And that's one of the reasons why I like, I mean, it's in the name Fear Factory, the word factory. Right. That's what they sound like. But uh, yeah, you know, I, when I found that he had a twin brother in uh, country music, I was, yeah. I, I have no, I had no, this is news to me. <laughs> yeah, well, see, someone told me, yeah, he's got a he's got an identical twin. That's it. I don't know if it's an identical twin, but he's got a twin brother that's in country music. He's from Houston, Texas. And I was like, well, that's awesome. Cause so am I. Um absolutely. Yeah. Um let me see. I hate to I and try I try to fact check myself, so I know it's annoying. I do too. For no, it's yeah. Not. Um I'm, that's why I have my phone right next to me. Like Oh, oh yeah, he's he's a rockabilly in a rockabilly country band. So yes. Okay, so yeah. There it is. There you go. Elisa White Gluz, Canadian singer, best known for the lead vocalist of Swedish melodic death metal band Arch Enemy, uh, in form of a lead. They're vocalist. Swedish. The band is uh the well see what what really well I there's two reasons I stopped listening to Arch Enemy originally. One, they were it was two brother guitar players. Um, the uh, they were Abbott brothers, I believe. And yes, mm -hmm. I know that has Pantera sounding things to it. But they, uh, one of them left and went and formed their own band. I was like, now it sounds like shit because there's not these dueling, yeah. Um, I don't know guitars or whatever. And mm -hmm. then what's her name left? And I was like, well, fuck this shit. But then the Elisa chick came in, and I was like, holy crap, she's just it, it was like a, it was fantastic she came in and 
took the role mm -hmm. and actually did a good job. Normally that doesn't happen. You know, like yeah. remember when Iron Maiden lost when Bruce Dickinson went off and did his own thing and they had like whatever his name, Bailey, the last name Bailey, a uh, guy step in and fucking Iron Maiden sucked and they played stupid clubs like the Abyss that no longer exists in, in Houston. You know, I've never I've never listened to much Iron Maiden. It's never been my thing. Hey, that's okay. Yeah, but uh let's see, there was another transition. Andreas from um Darkane, uh when he I saw Darkane live once and it was a really damn good show and it, they were yeah. opening for Fear Factory. It was them strapping young lad and I I don't know if it was someone else. But that was the first time I saw Darkane or heard of Darkane. Yeah. And so I felt, and I, I originally, I, I like, I went and bought two albums. Uh, one of them was Layers of Lies. I don't remember what the other one was. This was back when a magical uh, item known as CDs was still yeah. a thing. <laughs> now, people are CDs, what? Ew. Ew, that's old. Ew. But yeah. So I bought two albums on CD. Uh, by um Darkane and I still have I still have um a big book like this of CDs. It's a big giant book of CDs that uh I do too. It's in this closet right here. Actually I have two of them. Yeah. It's uh I haven't hold opened on it to them, man. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be worth something. Maybe, yeah, maybe. But I don't think I have the original cases. I don't. I threw all the cases away too. Uh, actually, I kept all the books. So I threw all the plastic cases away, but I kept all the booklets. And they're mm -hmm. the booklets have their own box in this closet. <laughs> like yeah. People are people are like, "Why are you storing all this stuff?" I'm like, "I don't know, man. I like I like liner notes. I yeah. like to read stuff. I'm like, what do they use? Oh my god. Sometimes they there's lyrics, and sometimes you know there's special thanks. But yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. that's one of my favorite things is talking about gear so speaking of gear let's get into your new album and what you're using what you use to produce it and actually your previous album did you do this all from the house or did you go somewhere all from the house all right here on this device that i'm using to do the meeting with you what is the um what is your midi device that you're using it's all garage band everything's garage everything band. everything is garage band no fucking way. <laughs> Everything is entirely garage, except for that one song that I told you was piano. Yeah. Uh, the piano song, I even added a few things on GarageBand, but everything else, and like I said, even though the piano compositions, uh, there was one song that was uh, called For the Ghost and Monsters, originally yeah. composed oh, on yeah. the piano. Uh, that, was, that was originally written not long after my dad passed away, and so I've been playing it for a long time, but then I, uh, last year... I actually did it, recreated it digitally last year on GarageBand. And so it's all on GarageBand. Holy um, even the acoustic guitar from Summer Stars, the song, I just recreated it on GarageBand. So there's, digital. there's no like, you don't have a MIDI controller you're messing with. It's just all mm -hmm. in. Wow, that is so yeah. cool. And it's some of it is a pain in the ass uh, using the mouse. And, you know, it kind of doesn't do, like, I have to occasionally do this because it's all on my mouse. Yeah. Um, but I really want to get a MIDI or an, at least an electric piano yeah. to uh, plug into this to make some things easier. Um, and that way I'll be able to do some of the piano compositions yeah. and have them done actually on a piano the way I want to play them. Because, you know, on GarageBand, it's, it's, you have to stay within that rhythm. There are songs that I have that, that, you know, if it changes time signatures several times throughout the song, um, it's a little difficult to do that in GarageBand. Sure. Um, but, uh, yeah. Do or they have that humanize button in there where you can, like, humanize it? it you know, I don't know. Slightly... I just, I just, you know, I just, I just, uh, as someone who just creates stuff, I just take whatever medium I have and I just do what I know how to do on it. I, you know, and you, you know what I'm talking about, just to create like on the piano, whether it's a piano, whether it's a, a bass or yeah. whether it's, I have a wooden flute that was given me from the Philippines. I just made music on that. Um, yeah. or a fucking kazoo, you know, yeah. you, you could just, uh, make your own, make your own shit, make your own stuff. Um, so I haven't yet explored, 
all the different options in that particular uh, app. Because uh, if I don't need to, then I'm not going to. People are like, oh, why don't you just do the ABC and the the plug it into the FYZ and then you could add right. your setting to the, I'm like, don't, no, no, no. My brain's going to shut down. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> when understand. you talk like that, my brain's going to shut down. I do what I have to do or what I yeah. need to do, what I know how to do. And if I don't know how to do it, I'll find another way to do it without all this other stuff. Cause I'm not a tech expert. Me neither. Yeah. I just, I just create shit. I just find a means of translating what's in here to out there. So yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm the same way. My wife is uh, uh, extremely smart. I'm lucky that she's around because I'll be like, where the fuck is the on button? This is bullshit. Why don't they put the on button right in front? Mm -hmm. And she's like, Ryan, it's right. It's it's like it's right here. <laughs> oh, yeah. well, fuck them for putting it right there. This is yeah. bullshit. Yeah, I'm See, not tax tech savvy at all. Yeah, I'm not tech savvy. In fact, you know, I'm I'm some of it is like I seem to remember a time where you could just turn on the TV and then it would turn on. Now it has to boot up. Yeah, like load all of its programs and give you like and yeah, Hulu, Netflix, uh, Paramount Plus, AMC Plus, Discovery Plus. And it's like, I don't want to see that get off my fucking screen. And I have yeah. to hit a button to get rid of it. Otherwise, it'll stay on my screen for five damn minutes. Yeah, and it's playing a preview of some bullshit you don't care about. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 100%. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm yeah. not a fan. There's a TV sitting right here uh, that's a, one of those smart TVs. And it ain't smart at all. And it's smart-ass TV. A smart-ass TV. Yeah. So, okay, so great. So your gear is... GarageBand, which is a fantastic mm -hmm. program. I don't own any Apple stuff or, or Microsoft stuff, not because I'm against them. I'm just somehow became a Samsung guy, Samsung guy. I, I'm not into iPhones. Okay. I don't do iPhones because it doesn't have a fucking back button. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I have a, see, this is a droid. This is a droid. People at work have been like, you need to get an iPhone because, you know, we all have iPhones. And I'm like, no. You can't make me get an iPhone. I mean, I I mean, I, I, my dad owned the company. You can't make me get an iPhone. I'm not, I don't try to pull that card. I hate pulling that card. Sure, right. It makes me seem like I'm, I'm, I'm pulling the boss's daughter card. Right. Um, no, I, I hate, I hate it when people see me that way. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I prefer Androids over iPhones and not just because of the back button. It's just that, you know, I find them easier to navigate. I think it's, it's a matter of preference. Uh, if you prefer iPhones, awesome. Good for you. Uh, right. If you don't, good for you. You know, right. I yeah, no, I can't stand it. That's the exact my both my parents have iPhones and uh love them love my parents to death, but they'll be like they're also in their 70s. And mm -hmm. so they're like, you know, Ryan, can you help me with this phone? And I'll sit there and look at it and I'll be like, no, no, I no, <laughs> I, I yeah, don't exactly. understand this thing. Yeah, there's no fucking back button. You're the yeah. only person I know <laughs> who said the exact same thing that I've no been saying button. for years. There's yeah. no back my, button. Some people are like some diehard Apple phone fans are like, sure, there is. There's a function you could do with your three fingers that you could. And I'm like, no, 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 don't do that. Don't do that to me. Yeah. You know, no, I just want to hit one finger, one finger. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah, it's easy to navigate. That's so, awesome. Yeah. Uh, okay, so cool. The, one of the things I love to do on the show, uh, like if you've, I don't know if you've seen any of them and it's cool if you haven't, but like the deal is we talk about the beyond at the back end. The beyond Ooh, can be yeah. about anything. Um, mm -hmm. You know, you, you've known me for years, so I'm sure you've heard my Bigfoot stories or, or I think I called them monkey men back then, which might sound racist now, my bad. Um, <laughs> but like the, you know, I had Doug Pennock on the on the show, and he talked about uh, being abducted by aliens. I had mm -hmm. Billy Sheehan on the show, and he talked about, and very scientifically, because he's a scientific guy, he talked about orbs coming in on his camera, and he saw things floating around, and he'd open the garage door and look at them, and there's nothing there. Mm -hmm. Go back to his security camera and see orbs, which, which whatever, it could be dust or whatever. Yeah. But everybody talks about all kinds of stuff. Have you ever seen, heard or been a part of any kind of stuff that may or may not be extraordinary. Yes. Yes. Tell me about it. Okay. Now there's, I'm not crazy. 
Well, I am, but that's a different story. But sure. when it comes to, <laughs> I don't hallucinate, uh, but uh, there are certain places where I go where shit acts up. Like I used to live in this house. Uh, I stopped sleeping in my bedroom because weird shit would happen in my bedroom. You know, just uh, shit falling off the uh, shelves. And uh, yeah, um, I, I actually have tons of stories. Now, at the same time, I am 100% a skeptic and logical and I believe in science. And I, if someone were to tell me the same stories I have, I would probably say, are you sure that right. might've been a shadow or a trick of the light yeah. or you were dreaming? No, I wasn't dreaming. Why awake? Um, you know, there's one instance where I, I always listen to the radio uh, in my sleep uh, in high school. Yeah, me uh, too. On one station, it's on one station. Uh, one time it, it went to static and I was like, sometimes what was the station scary. was it 107.5 the buzz, not 94.5 the buzz because we're old. Oh, it was, <laughs> I believe it was, it, it was that one because yeah. it was the buzz, I think. Um, and yeah, uh, 107.5 back then, yeah, for all you yeah, it was 107.5. And now it's now it's a classic 94. rock station, which I still, I still listen to. There I still is, listen yeah. to it that or, or 106.9, depending on what side of town you are so since we're the same age when you listen to it back then they had they had that love whatever thing that was on there it was love yeah. uh love chat or chat or whatever and they had these a male and a female and they were talking about stuff and they would take callers and they talked about crazy stuff and some of the some kids would call in and be like yeah it's well they would have stories about sex life and whatever and i would fall asleep <laughs> listening to that show it's called man what was that called Anyway, oh, I don't, I don't remember. I don't remember. Anyway, but, continue. Um, so it went to static one time, and I thought maybe it's temporary because you know sometimes it just interference or for whatever reason it'll go to static and then it'll come back, and yeah. it didn't. And so I reached down. It's on the floor, and so I reached down and I move it a little bit one way and nothing, and a little bit the other way and nothing. And so I moved it all the way to the other side. Apparently. The dial had moved all the way to the other side of the, the I don't know what you call it, the dial sure, by yeah. itself. And when don't do that, uh, there was right. that. And then in my bedroom, you know, my CDs would end up getting scratched for no reason. Uh, the last straw was when I'm sitting in my futon. Now I'm wide awake and I'm laying on my side like this. I'm facing the window. I'm on one side of my futon. And you know, when someone sits in the bed next to you, you could feel and hear the weight shift. You could feel it shift. And oh, so, yeah. so I'm just laying there and, and then I feel the weight shift and I hear the springs creaking and I wasn't moving. I was like, that's not me. And I, and I, and then I feel my back is being massaged. And so just oh, wow. like, you know, every horror movie where you slowly turn around yeah, in spite of yourself saying no. And there's a woman just standing there rubbing my back. And I freak the fuck out and she disappears. Yeah. And so that's when that, I think that was the last night I slept in my bedroom and I slept uh, on the couch uh, from then on out. Yeah. Uh, so I was you? like, no. <laughs> so that, that was it. I don't think if that was a lady, an actual lady, I don't think she meant any harm. It's just, that was unexpected. And with all the shit that's been going on in my room up until that point, I think that was, that was it for me. Um, and then I'm in the, but it wasn't just my room. It was the entire house. Uh, uh, my boyfriend said he would drive by my house and he would see like a woman standing at the window, just looking in. Uh, and oh, then, wow. and then she, he'd be there, she'd be there and then he'd pull up and then she'd be not there. Um, yeah. There was a, uh, when I'm sleeping on the uh, couch or I'm just sitting in the couch, I, I had a, I just come home from the hospital because I had like surgery on my uh, ovary and I think I was around 20. It was, I think it was right before I met you. Um, and uh, it was, uh, we have these dimmers and there are two dimmers uh, that they click on and then they, they turn the lights on in the living room and they're on this side of the doorway and here's the hallway and my mom is there and my dad's off to the prescription uh, pharmacy getting a prescription for me. Yeah. And all of a sudden the lights go dim. And I said, mom, did you just turn off the lights? And she comes out through this side. So it wasn't her. And yeah. she turns them both on. She goes, they were both clicked off. So they turned all the way off. 
And then she turned them all the way back on. And then she left down this way again to go back to her room. And then not a few minutes after they go dim again and click off. And oh, she wow. comes back and uh, she was like, that's so weird. And they both were clicked on, not just turned a little bit off, but they were turned, both turned all the way off and clicked oh. off. So, so yeah, it wasn't my room. It was that house. Since we yeah. moved to the townhome that she lives in now, nothing's happened. So it was just something that's in that house. Also, yeah. in my place of work, weird shit happens. Um, I have a coworker who doesn't believe in that shit, sure. but uh, I've seen shadow stuff there uh, okay. that I know is not a trick of the light. Right. Uh, and like I said, I'm a skeptic. If someone was were to tell me that they watched a headless shadow figure walk on over here to this side, because uh, I saw that happening and I was like, okay, it's time for me to go because I was the only one there. I was like, no, you can have it. I'm going to log out. Bye. Your turn. Your turn. You take over. Peace and, out. We done. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and one time I saw something just sort of hop, like the size of a, I don't know, a, of a, a medium-sized dog just hopping across my doorway. And I kind of do a double take. And I was like, all right, yeah, that's my cue. It's time for me to go. And so <laughs> I I get out and it's dark. We try to save electricity. Um, so I, so I'm like, no, and it's only those, there was only a few places where I noticed we should have doors would slam. And I'm not talking about when the AC cuts on and off and, you know, if a door is open a little bit, like right. it will close. Yeah. I, I'm talking about very loud bang of a slam of a door, specifically a door. And I would investigate to see if any of the doors were closed. Um, there would only be one door closed whenever I would investigate. Uh, the office when I would hear that and I was like the AC didn't cut on or off it's just the door slamming so that's also a cue for me to leave right I don't want to want to be around <laughs> you know dude I don't know what any of this this paranormal stuff that happens like I've been around some of it myself but like I believe everybody like when somebody mm -hmm. tells me something like sometimes you can kind of weed out people who are making shit up but like like the stories yeah. you're just the stories you're just telling me I'm like yeah a hundred percent because mm -hmm. I'll tell you the exact same thing about fucking Bigfoot that I saw in 20, 20 years ago mm -hmm. and with the exact authenticity, and, you know, mm -hmm. there's a, there's a thing about it, whether all we know is we know what we see and we know what we perceived mm -hmm. and we can explain that to people. And you can, you can, as I think most people, well, maybe not most people, but when you start talking about this, this stuff and you're like, no, I fucking saw this. Like I've seen mm -hmm. a UFO before. It was a UFO. Yeah. It was an unidentified flying object. I don't know what the fuck it was. It freaked me the fuck out, but I've seen yeah. one, you know, like this, this type of stuff is what I think brings us all together is we're all trying to just identify as, as human beings and figure out, okay, yeah, my light switch was turning on and off all night. <laughs> And this fucking <laughs> dude was trying to scratch my back all fucking night long. And look at mm -hmm. this. And like, there's blood coming out of your, you know, I mean, there's stuff that happens. Yeah. This, oh, yeah. the, the lead singer of choke, uh, Tracy McGinnis, old Tracy McGinnis. Mm -hmm. He, uh, he and his, uh, girlfriend, wife, I don't know. Anyway, his partner, Nikki, she and him live in a house that's totally haunted. And he has an EM, uh, is it an EMF detector. Yeah, has one of those, and like he's like, it only happens on my side of the bed, and it only happens after nine p.m. And he take he took a or or I could be sorry, Tracy, if I'm misquoting that, but he took a photo, put it on Facebook, and the thing is just lit the fuck up, and it's on his side of the bed. Mm -hmm. and then he goes over to Nikki's side of the bed, and there's nothing. He's like, this motherfucker is sitting right here, whispering in my ear all mm -hmm. fucking night. <laughs> like that's that's when you move. That's when you move. Well, he's that's cool with it. Move. He's like, nah, we'll figure it out. He's like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna figure this guy out. Uh, yeah. They want to do a, a YouTube. I don't know if they're gonna do it or not, but that him, his wife or girlfriend, uh, Nikki, and then um, El Jefe from Crowmonger, mm -hmm. all Houston band. Well, Choke is a yeah. Houston band, but whatever. Everybody from Houston, and then they want to go do like a YouTube page, starting out with Tracy's house. I told him I would take him to the Blue Light Cemetery. I was in a band called Blue Light Cemetery. Oh, I've heard um, of Blue Light Cemetery. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, that's a Houston legend, man. The, yeah. like, the fog, uh, the what did they call that? The swamp gas made the 
a blue light that came mm-hmm. out and everyone was like, oh my God, it's ghosts. Well, it's still there. It's just fenced yeah. off and you have to do some illegal shit to get there. And I know how to get there. <laughs> and those guys want to go do it. I'm like, I, and then I was like, do we film it? Cause we're all like, Tracy's like 52, uh, you know, I'm 39. Like, first of all, we got to climb a fence. It's probably got Bob wire on it. Like, are we, are we even able to go do this? Like, yes. Let's try it. <laughs> then when, if you film it, is it, like, is do it we get legal? In, yeah. Do we get in trouble like for doing it because we filmed it and then put it mm-hmm. on the internet? Yeah. Some of you may be hearing a lot about all the UFO talk lately. There is an awesome show that covers UFOs, consciousness, psychedelics, and the beyond. Check the link in the show description, Expanding Reality. There, you can become an expansive insider and get all kinds of mind-melting bonus content. Check it out. Dude, this has been fucking fantastic. I'm so happy you came on and did this with me. And I really love the new album. And I want to hear more of it. I'm going to have to sit on... uh, spotify before i start driving and make it play just that album because i'm old and retarded and i don't know why but it kept (laughs) wanting to go it kept trying to shuffle then i turned shuffle off but it kept shuffling anyway so yeah i want to hear it i feel like i've heard most of the songs but i want to hear it from song one to mr is mri the last one mri is the last one yeah i want to hear it i want to hear the the reason you put stuff there oh actually and before we end this I get why you named MRI MRI, but why did you name some of these songs what they are? Because there's no lyrics. It's just all it's all instrumental. It's all instrumental and it's fantastic and beautiful. Mm-hmm. But like what what is what inspires you to name a song a song? Well, uh the one song there are two songs that kind of have lyrics. Summer Stars has lyrics, but I realized I don't they don't need to be there, so I replaced it with melody. Okay. Uh uh, I am thought also has lyrics. I'm turning that in just into a poem. Okay. Uh, it has lyrics, and I'm just taking turning it into a poem. Uh, that's why um, those two have are titled that way. Uh, Rain clouds is just what I think of when I hear that. Um, when I hear the song, uh, if like I like what we were talking about earlier, if a theme is playing over and over in my mind, and then I just uh, just recreate it digitally. Um, or translate it, if you will. Uh, it's just what comes to mind when I hear it. Yeah. Um, something borrowed. Uh, no idea why I named it that. I just pulled that literally out of the air. Uh, so that title means nothing. Um, well, you're about to get married, right? Isn't that a thing? Something yeah, new, so something, something borrowed, borrowed something new. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So something borrowed, something blue. The wedding theme is blue. Um so yeah there's that but um the uh uh what are the i forgot the names of the other songs i wrote some of them down and they're all sitting in my truck okay (laughs) so waves you know because it reminds me of waves waves. yeah i Uh, i I totally felt i totally felt that when i was listening the waves yeah yeah um harpy uh you know it just made me think of uh you know a harpy because it was originally on harp I don't know if you notice there's a lot of harp in my song. I, I fucking love harp. Yeah, uh, oh, yeah. I don't own a harp or play it, but I love incorporating harp into my music. Harpy was originally that, that, that theme was originally on harp. Okay. And then I realized it doesn't quite fit. So I'm going to change it to uh, the sound that you currently hear. And I think it was one of the uh, chime songs or a uh, clav song, a uh, clav set, uh, uh sounds um and then i was like i'm gonna change it to harpy and what a harpy is is you know it's it's a a monstrous woman with that's got a bird uh body so i was like and that sounds a little more fitting um the rest of the songs trying to figure i'm trying to remember off the top of my head um the carousel obvi Cause you know, I try to make it like a carousel. I kind of try to make it a little more, um, what is, what is the word for inebriation? There's a word that I'm thinking of that, but I, I'm, I'm drawing a blank. Drunk. 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 I know. Yeah. I know. Yeah. I know where you're going. Yeah. There. Yeah. 
so we're just gonna go with the word drunk. Uh, and so yeah, that's how that's how those songs got their names. That's awesome, man. That's mm-hmm. fantastic. This has been so much fun. The Astros are about to hopefully play their last game, and I know nobody else cares about sports but me. And I don't know how that happened because when I like sports- I didn't follow I follow the Astros. Okay. Someone asked me like my my maid of honor and the DJ. We all had dinner the other night, and he mentioned the Astros, and he got up he got all excited about it. And I did, I was like, I know, oh my gosh, we were sweeping the board and all of a sudden we lost this game. And how did that happen? And she looked at me and she goes, I've never, in all the years I've known you, I've never known you to be passionate about sports. I'm like, I'm not, but I'm a fan of the Astros. I'm a fan of the Strohs. And she goes, you haven't been before. I was like, I wasn't until 2017 because that's when we won the world series. Um, and so ever since then, I've been following the Astros and making sure that, and we've been in the, in the World Series and we would almost win and then not win. Yeah. So back, back in the day with like Craig Biggio and mm-hmm. uh, the other guy, they're always hanging out, whatever their name is. But yeah, I remember when we went to World Series a long time ago and I was like, eh, all right, well, we tried. This is a golden era of Astros. Like it's yeah. been eight, eight years of us winning. ALCSs and going to um you know the world series i mean not 8 years of us going to the world series but we've been a plenty plenty yeah. of times this is a great thing and you know every that sorry you probably can't hear that that is strange somebody is driving by my house with a lot of bass go you dude um yeah. <laughs> but anyway the uh yeah the astros are super 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 duper doing something cool right now and i'm excited to watch hopefully this is the last game because yes. i can't take anymore like i know I'm... it's stressful my <laughs> mom yells at the tv yeah she's watching them she goes yeah make sure you tell your mom i said hi i don't know if she'll remember me or not but um and then congratulations mm-hmm. on getting married this friday that's fucking fantastic you, it's so good to see you. It's been, I can't believe it's been this long. I'm so glad we've stayed in contact all these years. Yes. I'm super happy for you and your new album. And like, so Summer Stars, anything you want to get from Steffi right here will be linked in the description below. It doesn't matter what platform you're on. It'll be there and you can go click click on it. Check her out. Check out her first album. Check out this new album. Anything else she wants to share, I'll put it down in the show notes and it's going to be fucking fantastic please and thank you go check everything out steffi yes steffi steffi grace steffi grace yes thank you for being here i appreciate it yes likewise thank you for having me